0: I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along Podcast. We're going to do something very, very different today. And even if you've never cooked with me before, you might want to do this one with me because it just takes a few ingredients, and then you can sit back and chill. Let me tell you what happened. I have this wonderful recipe I want to do, and I had planned to do it. I got all the ingredients for it. It's a pumpkin alfredo. With fettuccine and a little shredded chicken and some mushrooms and it's incredibly creamy and very cheesy and I have all the stuff ready to go. The only thing is I need people to serve it to and I thought I had four people who would eat it for dinner but one by one those people let me know they had other things to do and so I have postponed that and so here I am alone by myself and what's a person to do? Except drink So that's what we're going to make tonight Is my favorite drink It's probably a little retro for some of you And it would probably be best if it was a margarita Because margaritas never go out of style But it's not a margarita I'm making a whiskey sour I'm kind of a lightweight Don't drink a ton of alcohol So I make it a little bit less strong Than you might want to But I'll tell you what the proportions are I also use a blended whiskey, blended Canadian. I use black velvet, which I understand some people regard as kind of a feminine appeal kind of whiskey. And all I can tell you is that I'm female and I like this better than most whiskeys because it's just a little softer, whatever that means. It just is somehow a little less edgy to me. The original recipe for this comes from a couplecooks.com and their whole recipe makes enough whiskey sour mix for 8 drinks. I am not going to do that cuz I think I should just have one cuz as I said, I'm a lightweight. I don't need 8 of them. So I have the amounts to make essentially what could be a pitcher for 8 people, and I will put the measurements for that on my website thecookalongpodcast.com. But for right now, the measurements I'm going to give you are for a single glass, a single whiskey sour, which is why I thought you might want to make this along with me cuz leave no trace. You know, when you're done, it's all gone and nobody knows you did it. This recipe I have chosen because it's a little easier than most whiskey sour recipes that you might find. Almost all whiskey sour recipes And in fact, many mixed drink recipes, period, use a simple syrup, which you have to make. And it's a simple thing to do, obviously, by the name. It's just equal amounts of water and sugar, and you boil it until the sugar's all melted up in the water, and then you cool it, and then you use it in the drinks. Or you can also use it to make lemonade. My feeling is that it's too sweet, oddly enough and too simple. I'm always a little disappointed. It's hard for me to describe, but it's like there's no depth or or interest to it. It just sort of sits there sweet and happens to be in liquid form. And so to me, it's not terribly interesting, and it's a nuisance, and then you have this hot syrup because you just made it, and you can't have your drink until it cools down. And it just seems like a lot of work to me. So this recipe uses the following ingredients. Two ounces of whiskey, that's four tablespoons, if you don't have a way to measure two ounces. One ounce of fresh lemon juice, that's two tablespoons. And let me tell you about the lemon juice. There are other ways to do this. Minute Maid makes a lemon juice that comes frozen in a squeeze bottle, and you simply put it in your refrigerator, and it defrosts, and you have Essentially, fresh lemon juice whenever you want it. And yes, it's from concentrate, but it's always there. It's always fresh tasting and it's always in your fridge. You can also squeeze a regular lemon. Two tablespoons is about the juice of one lemon. Or you can go pick up a bunch of lemons because they're cheaper that way. Sometimes you can buy them in a mesh bag and bring them home and juice them all at the same time and put them into ice cube trays and then freeze it. So that you always have ice cubes of lemon juice, which, of course, has a double benefit, that it's always in your house. Oh, a triple benefit. It's always already squeezed. It's always real lemon juice. And it's already cold, so it's going to help your drink be nice and frosty. So I guess that's four benefits. The next thing you need is maple syrup. Now, you can use simple syrup if you already have some in your house that you've already made. I really like the maple syrup in it. There's just a little je ne sais quoi about it. There's just a little something. You can't define it. You can't taste the maple. But it sweetens in a way that's a little more complex and a little more, I think, interesting. That's the whole drink. You need ice for serving and a sour, whether it's a rum sour or a whiskey sour, and yes, you could use rum if you have rum instead of whiskey. It's just as good, but a little more rich, a little more sweet, and a little tropical tasting. The traditional garnish is the rind of a orange, just a little sliver of orange rind, and a cocktail cherry, a maraschino cherry. I like to put two cherries in and leave out the orange because I don't often have the oranges. I suppose if you have some candied orange peel that might be fun as well, but we're going to do this simply. In terms of equipment, you'll need a, a shot glass or a tablespoon to measure your stuff out. It would be nice if you have a cocktail shaker. I have a really cool retro glass one. I'll take a picture and I'll show you. But um, metal one is fine. Anything, even if you don't have a cocktail shaker, use a jar. And it doesn't even have to be a glass jar. If you've got a plastic jar, it doesn't matter. The whole thing is just about shaking it up. And the cocktail shaker is for purists and hobbyists and those of us who just think they're cool. Now The recipe itself couldn't be any easier. You just take each of the things that I just told you about and put it into the shaker. So let's start with the ice. The amount of ice you put in here kind of depends on how much you want it diluted. Like I said, I'm a lightweight, so more ice is better for me because I want it to melt a little bit. On the other hand, my lemon juice is already ice cubes. So maybe I think I'm just going to put two. I'm just going to put two in. And then we're going to start adding things. So two ounces or four tablespoons of whiskey. I think I'm only going to use one ounce. I just think it's smarter. And then I'm going to replace the second ounce with some water, some cool water. Most of you probably won't want to do this. You just want that good whiskey richness in there. And then the two tablespoons of lemon juice. And I am fortunate enough to have mine in the ice cubes I told you about. In cubes, they are about two tablespoons each, so I'm just dropping one of those in there. And then one and a half tablespoons, or three quarters of an ounce, I'm going to use the tablespoon, which I'm filling with real maple syrup. I don't recommend that you use that other stuff, you know, that plastic kind that comes from the store that says maple flavored syrup, because it's just thick and too thick for this, and who knows what else is in there. So if you can find some real maple syrup and just keep it on hand, it's useful in other things. I use real maple syrup in cookies. In fact, there's a lovely cookie recipe called flourless almond butter cookies, which are flourless almond butter chocolate chip cookies, maybe. At any rate, they do have chocolate chips in them. They're on the website if you're looking for them, or you can find it in your regular podcast app under the Cooking Along podcast. Real maple syrup should be kept in the refrigerator also once it's opened. So there you have another cold thing already ready to go. See, this gets easier and easier. So here's what I got in here, okay? I got two ice cubes, one ounce of whiskey, one ounce of water, two tablespoons of lemon juice in the form of an ice cube, and one and a half tablespoons of maple syrup. And then you just shake it. Now, some people like their whiskey sour blended, I suppose you could do that. It would make it a lot thinner and would have a lot more ice to make that happen. Plus, I have no blender right now, so I could do it in a food processor, but that doesn't seem like a good idea. My blender died, as blenders tend to do. Now, you could put ice in the glass and pour this over that ice. If you're doing it in a highball glass, you probably want to put ice in there just because it helps it look like it fills the glass better. There are actually glasses called sour glasses, made especially for rum sours and whiskey sours. And that's what I'm using today because I happen to have them. Uh, I have a kind of a problem with thrift store glassware. I spend a lot of time in thrift stores in the glassware aisle and coming home with things I don't really need, but things that are nonetheless really cool. Now the strainer in the top of your cocktail shaker... Is part of the reason you use a cocktail shaker. And if you used a jar, you're going to want to somehow strain out the lumps of ice. It should be just enough to pretty much fill your sour glass. And then I'm dropping in two cherries. And that's the whole recipe. It's done. It's beautiful. A whiskey sour for one. I don't have a bunch of leftover stuff that I have to find room for in my refrigerator. And no one needs to be the wiser about my having had this little indulgence this evening. Now, you can add a cocktail straw, you can serve it with crackers, nuts, pretzels, dinner, whatever you do with it. I think you'll enjoy it, and I think you'll enjoy knowing that you can make a single cocktail without having a huge, pre-mixed, weird bottle in your refrigerator of stuff you don't even know what it is. And if you like it, please tell your friends. Tell your friends to listen to the Cook Along podcast for this recipe You might go peek at my Patreon website where you can contribute to what I'm doing here. And while I hesitate to call this actually cooking, I still want to say until next time, happy cooking. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com/slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cookalong Podcast page or go to Kofi, K-O-Fi.com slash the Cookalong Podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.